0: hey guys welcome to baby mama guru the podcast i'm your host monique and if you are listening on apple Podcasts, please pretty please rate and review if you haven't subscribed yet make sure you subscribe so you can know whenever i drop an episode if you're listening on any other platform please follow or subscribe and now we're going to get into the episode Okay, y'all forgive me because my voice is a bit raspy this morning. I'm sure it's from last night. I don't know. But I know like originally I had planned to only drop episodes on Mondays in November. But uh, last night was a little funny and I definitely have a story to share. And I also want to touch on something else I was dealing with this week. Um so, yeah, last night, my best friend, um, she's back in Houston. She was gone for almost a year. She wasn't in Joel or anything. She was gone for a year. And now she's back. She had a surprise, uh, like this party gathering or whatever. It was really nice. And um, <clears throat> I had rolled to the, uh, the club with somebody. The club, the bar, the blank, blank room. So I had rolled there with uh, one of my good friends. And... We were drinking Jolly Ranchers. Now, the bartender had a heavy hand. She put so much rum, so much Ciroc. The drink was so strong, like, so strong, and it was super sweet. And so that was just it was a terrible combination. And so, okay, so I'm getting, like, a lot of love, like, uh, oh, yeah, I love the podcast, blah, blah, blah. So one of my friends, he's like, I'm with Baby Mama Guru. Like, what? Like, I'm really, like, she's sitting next to me. It's the cutest thing um and he's like I'm buying you a shot and so we go to the bar and now we're taking shots of Don Julio and I don't know if y'all remember um but I definitely told a story about me and Don Julio and okay so now at this point we're taking shots and and y'all probably thinking Monique did something crazy oh no it wasn't me so all this happens. Um, we all basically have work in the morning because it's a Wednesday night. And so we're like, okay, we, we're we going to leave at like 1030 or something like that. Because we had to keep pushing the time back because my best friend was not letting us leave. And um, so that happened. And now the night's coming to an end and we're getting in the car. We probably drive for like five minutes. And my friend that I'm riding with, she's like, I have to pee. She was like, I really have to pee. She was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Y'all, guess what she did? As she is driving, she starts peeing. She says, Monique, I'm so sorry, but you're just going to have to smell this pee y'all she was peeing like she was having an orgasm and I couldn't do nothing but laugh oh my goodness she just peeing she's like oh yeah this feels so good this feels like an orgasm she was and mind you she was like I'm still going five minutes later she peed for five minutes she was like I'm still peeing she was like it hasn't stopped yet I said oh my goodness now mind you I didn't smell the I didn't smell the pee or anything, but it was just so funny because I had never, I had never witnessed anything like that. And, you know, I'm just starting to think that something, literally something crazy happens in my day all the time. So I definitely want to share that because, you know, and also she's a mom too. And I was like, you know, after you have kids, your bladder is very weak. Like, it's too weak, but yeah, she definitely peed on the seat y'all. And I just couldn't do nothing but laugh because I thought it was hilarious. But anywho, what else? Oh, so this is what I really wanted to talk about. I just wanted to share that because it had just happened. I thought it was pretty funny. Okay, so I just wanted to share that story because I thought it was pretty funny. But originally, um, I wanted to talk about setting boundaries. And I just set in boundaries and relationships but setting boundaries and friendships or setting boundaries with coworkers. um i know well i know for me it's hard to well i can speak for in the past like i would say it was hard for me to set boundaries with a man but when it came to like friends or family if i didn't like something i was definitely very vocal about it you know before a man, some, for some reason, I always felt like, you know, I need to kind of almost mold myself into whatever he wanted and not really kind of stand my ground. So, um, but I'm no longer like that, of course. But yeah, so I don't, but I don't really want to talk about the relationship aspect of setting boundaries. I want to talk about it with friends and coworkers. Because I have this situation where... I have a coworker, Um, we've been working together almost two years, and it seems like I have to constantly set boundaries or constantly um, say, you know, I don't like this, and hold her accountable for things that I don't like, and it almost seems as if nothing changes, you know, and so the situation, something had happened this week, and... I wasn't happy about it. Um, basically, what I do is, you know, I work in like the medical field. And so um, I do billing and coding or whatever. One of my doctors, he delivered a baby and I got him like almost $800 for it, this one delivery. And so from the insurance company, you know, it's, I'm not going to get into too much detail because y'all probably don't understand it. Okay, so I give him the money for the delivery and she goes and basically she puts in the wrong numbers on one of her patients and they take the money away from my doctor. So my doctor, she's asking me like, what's going on with this? Like, why did they, why the money taken away? Whatever, whatever. I'm like, you know, let me find out. Let me figure it out. So I'm at work on Tuesday. I call the insurance company and they're like, um... Yeah, well, uh, something was done on y'all's end and I had went and did the research or whatever. And I'm honestly, I'm going off on the insurance woman like, look, this is on y'all. Come to find out, it wasn't. It was my coworker. She messed up the doctor's money. And, and I'll mind you, I'm very upset because one, I love the doctor. This man, and then he respects me so much. Like, you know, so I'm mad already. So I tell my supervisor and she tells my co-worker and mind you i was talking out loud when i was telling my supervisor what happened i'm like she messed up like you know this is a a foolish mistake to make and so my supervisor talks to the girl and then she's just like oh well the insurance company couldn't see that it was you know the wrong name and i'm like it's not the insurance's fault this is your fault And at some point you have to be like held accountable. And then my supervisor, she's trying to like figure out a way to cover it up or whatever. But it's like, you have to be held accountable, even within yourself. It's like, you have to know that, um, I messed up. And if I want even like just human to human, but if I want Monique to, you know, forgive me or, to try to understand what I did the mistake that I made like hey let me say Monique you know I'm so sorry like I know that's your doctor uh I made a mistake like I messed up no you're not trying to come up with no solution how to fix it or nothing you just like the insurance should have noticed it was a different name mind you I am upset literally fuming because I'm like I'm gonna tell the doctor what happened or whatever and so, um, this was really just the last straw of me tolerating a coworker. And so, you know, I'll go to therapy and I'm talking to my therapist about it. And he's just like, you need to set a boundary. Like you need to set boundaries with her. You need to, um, as a coworker, like if she should only be a coworker, um, she should not be texting you after hours. She should not be. You know, trying to hang out with you. Like, as long as you're a good coworker, that is all that matters. Y'all are not meant to be friends. So, I'm going to take it back. When I started, first started working there, I had so many issues with racism. I'm the only black woman in my department. I am the youngest woman in my department. You know, everybody else is 30 and up. 30 to, like, 56 or 70. They're old. Old women. And, you know, so... Of course, just being a black woman, I already got two strikes against me. And um, so I started there. It was like racism. And now this same girl, she would like, <clears throat> if I were like lipstick, she was first thing she told me, she was like, you got some DSLs. I said, what? Y'all know what DSLs are. um, And if not, you can <laughs> you just DM me. And I'm just like, what? okay. Um, what? what, Something else will happen. I will have like I know y'all know the crocheted hair. I don't know if everybody knows it, but the crochet kind of like kinky hair. I had that in one time, and she was like, "Oh, you got like a nappy fro or something like that." I'm like, what? Now, mind you, like young Monique, I was like a firecracker. Like I'm fighting at any second. Any second, I'm ready to fight. But now, like, I'm in a career, you know, I'm a mother of two children. Like, I'm like, okay, you know, already being black at this place, they already think that I have a bad attitude already. So I'm just like, okay, let me um pray about this, basically. That's all I could do because I used to be triggered. And so the last straw was something about me throwing up gang signs. And, you know, so I went to everybody. I went to HR. I went to the CEO. Like, you know, this, I am not comfortable with this in this environment, you know, and it was just like, she was just like, you know, I'm not racist or anything. Um, I love black people, whatever, whatever. And my supervisor, everybody, basically the management was just like, you know, I, they felt that I had a bad attitude. They felt that I was sensitive. They felt that I was like over emotional, and of course, cause I'm black, uh, my feelings are not not validated, and so, um, yeah, that happened. And I'm just like, man, like, I want to quit because I know y'all hear about me talking about a different job every episode, like, and that's what I'm used to. If I do not like something, I am going to leave. Like, I'm gone. But in this case, I'm like, I don't want to school for this. Like, I have to do this. Now, I should not be getting treated like this, but you know, I have to do this. So, um, that happened, and I probably still wasn't talking. And so, we would do like the team building things, and they're like, you know, Monique, um, or in, in evaluations, it's like, Monique, you need to, you know, be friends with this girl. Like, you know, talk, don't just give dry answers when she asks you for help or something. And it was basically about me helping her because again, like not even to be cocky, but I am the best at what I do at my company. I am the best and everybody knows it, but I don't get the credit because I'm a young black woman. And so, um, they're like, you know, you need to help her. Like if she asks you for help and just don't make the conversation short. So I was like, okay, like I'm going to play, play the game. So now I, you know, I'm talking to this girl about like, random stuff just to appease uh management and they're loving it they're eating it up like oh yeah I knew you can do it I knew you can be a team player but still like I'm still not being respected okay so I'm playing the game I'm tolerating this girl um another thing happened so I got promoted I'm tolerating her but I am not happy and this is almost like a situation with a nigga where you basically compromising yourself for this person to be happy and you miserable. And that's basically what was happening. And so the second thing, the second biggest thing, um, I got promoted in December of 2019. So I got promoted and the girl. She's like, um, cause I had worked there longer than her. Uh, the girl, she's like, yeah, you know, um, I was talking to the supervisor and I told her you should get the position, or whatever, and stuff like that. And I'm just like, okay, that's nice, or whatever. And so one of my coworkers, it was like, oh, we should go to lunch or whatever to celebrate your promotion. And so we're at the lunch, and the girl's like, oh, I got promoted too. I said, what? Now, mind you, I did not overreact or anything. I just kept it to myself until like I was in the car on the way back to the office because I'm like, you said in my face and you kind of like kind of almost gaslighting me and you're really impatronizing me honestly like oh you should get it and then you have it too instead of just saying like oh yeah you know um like let me just tell you before you hear from somebody else like I got the position or whatever or we both got it like you already knew when really you shouldn't know nothing pertaining to my work that is uh, as far as a promotion, like you shouldn't know these things, but you know, that's the kind of company I work in. And so I'm just like, what, like, what was the point in lying? And so I had waited that day, like the rest of the work day. I was upset. She'd been texting me. She was like, oh, like you okay? Like after lunch, like you just look kind of mad or whatever, whatever. Gaslighting me like a nigga. And so I just waited. I waited till I got home and I was just like, look, I don't see what you had to lie for or whatever. Like it makes no sense. And she basically like, um, was just like, oh, well, I didn't mean it like that, I just thought it was gonna make our friendship weird, like, you lying to me, you, what did you think was gonna happen, so now, at this point, I really don't trust you, and before, like, I'm already tolerating you, and it's just really getting on my nerves, so, um, that happens, and it's still just, like, I still, like, putting up with her, like, And I don't like it. And I'm doing these things so management can be like, look at look at this black girl. She's a team player and I'm not happy. And so um, this last thing had happened this week regarding my doctor. And I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. You know, I'm back in the office. I had to enjoy my time at home. Like I'm back in the office and I'm not happy. This is a toxic work environment and I am not happy at all. And now I'm dealing with somebody who is never held accountable and now she's messing with my doctor's money and that's I don't I don't play about that and um yeah and so I'm just like man like and now I'm, Tuesdays I talked to my therapist I had plans to talk to him about something else and I'm just like look we gotta get this together because I this is something that I'm gonna have to do until I get another job and so um we gotta figure this out and he just was just like you know you need to dead it like did it and he was like they're not paying you to be her friend they're you know what I'm saying but basically that's what they are but he's like they're not paying you to be her friend like and um you just need to back up whatever you know whatever happens but he was like you need to have this conversation you need to set boundaries we're co-workers if it's not pertaining to work do not communicate with me I don't want to go out I don't want to play I don't want to crack jokes don't text me after hours do not follow me on social media and that's just what it's gonna be because I like one thing I probably have in the past uh with niggas definitely swallow my y'all hear the stories pride what where was that where was that pride um uh, yeah but for this coworker thing, like, I had to really, like, and honestly, I'm swallowing my pride even with my job, like, for my children, like, I got mouths to feed, and I'm just dealing with, you know, all this stuff at this job, and I'm just like, I cannot, and, and so, um, yeah, whenever I see her again, my uh, therapist is like, you need to just tell her straight up, and I'm like, like, it's time, because I am literally... Like, it was literally the straw that broke the camel's back. It's like, you cannot, like, it's something about messing up and not knowing. Or something about, um, you know, honestly, just making an honest mistake. But it is, for me, it's when people can recognize it. Or when you can, like, take accountability. Like, man, I know I messed up. I know I shouldn't have done that. How can I fix it? If you feel no remorse, like this is who you are. And honestly, like, as I was telling the stories, um, it's like, this is just who she is. And it's something because if somebody told me, I remember I had a coworker uh, this old white lady, so racist. Um, she told me I had on hoop earrings and she was just like, you know, what they say the bigger the hoop, the bigger the, and I just looked at her like, what? Like literally what all day? That's how I look at these women. And, um, my the girl she's like omg can you believe she told you that you need to go to hr and it's like you can recognize when somebody else is saying something they shouldn't but you continue to say things that you shouldn't and um yeah so definitely I feel like with friendships you have to set boundaries and I've had a lot of uh I've for me the women that I talk to the women that I know I have had them in my in my life for years. And so, and it's weird when I meet a woman and we don't click or we don't connect because I'm a woman's woman for sure. And so when I meet women and they just don't know how to act, I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I have friends, like you know, even my best friend, we've been friends for almost 15 16 years now. I learn, I one thing I do is I learn people. And if you know it's something that I don't like, like, for example, we're going to use my birthday. I like to be told happy birthday. I don't need to receive a gift. I don't need to, you know, have like something super fancy. But if it's my birthday, say happy birthday, Monique, HBD, um, happy B-day, anything like that. That's taking three seconds out of your day to tell me happy birthday. Even if you see it's the same day every year. And for something, any, anybody that I talk to, it's just like, it's simple. Save my birthday in my contact. You know, am I contacting your name? Have it. September 9th, that's Monique's birthday. And so, and I tell this all the time because this is a great uh, example. I had a friend, like, one year we went all out for her birthday and did all this stuff for like a week or something. My birthday comes, I don't hear nothing. I said, okay. And so I had expressed this story to another friend. Like, can you believe that? Um, she couldn't even like tell me happy birthday after she like watched my like Snapchat or something, you know, and I never talked to her again. And so um, the same friend, my birthday comes. I do not hear happy birthday. And then uh, we had something planned and then she canceled. I don't like I don't like neither of the above. Like, don't not tell me happy birthday and then don't cancel last minute. And so with my friends, they know like, oh, it's Monique's birthday. Let me just tell her happy birthday because it means a lot. It's something so simple. It's like, oh, you were thinking about me today. Or, oh, you got the notification that it was my birthday. Or some people literally see me post something and they still can't say it. It's like, how are you raised? I don't understand it but something as simple as that something as little as that is just like a it's a deal breaker for me in a friendship in a family ship in a relationship like it's something as simple simple as that and it's just like you have to learn people and you should know like what what is going to upset them? What is going to trigger them? What they don't like? And if you don't know it, when you do it and they say, I'm a person, I'm definitely going to let you know, like, hey, I didn't like that, you know, because I'm going to feel some type of weight. My expression show on my face. I'm going to be standoffish. So I'm going to let you know, hey, I don't like that. If you have some like, oh, okay, like I had no idea. I apologize. Cool. We can be good. But if you cannot recognize what you're doing wrong it's no hope. And a lot of people are like that. And, and that's why I say for friendships, for sure. I wouldn't, I treat them just all the same. Like I'm a not respond. I'm not going to talk to you. Especially if I have expressed myself at three times minimum, I love giving people three strikes three times. And then I'm letting you know what I am not okay with. And you're continuing to do it. That's a big problem. And yeah, I just don't feel like anybody like you just never have to settle. Like you never I'm lit like you're literally compromising yourself to keep somebody happy because oh, they love talking to you so much, but when you talk to them, you're not happy. You're miserable and you're like, Why am I even on the phone with you? Or why am I even texting you when you don't um when the feeling's not mutual. Really, like, you like me so much, but you don't, obviously, you don't care about the way I feel about things. And so, uh yeah, if you're in some kind of situation like that with a friend who is not reciprocating what you put out, um, I did it. But, and I don't like when people's, like, life is so short, you don't want to, um no. So you want my life to be short and miserable? Short and I'm upset all the time? No, I'd rather be happy with you out of my life. And so, yeah, that's what um I wanted to talk about that because that was really something. And I'm sure I'm not the only person that's dealing with that. I know there's a lot of people who have uh, friends that they do more in the friendship, you know, than the other person. And I don't know. I don't think you should settle for nothing because you should have good friends. I know a lot of good women and I don't understand these bad ones that I find. I, I'll never understand it, but, um, you know, obviously it happens and I just want to talk about that and I'm going to get into the next segment. Okay. So this segment is paychecks versus sugar daddies. And this is where I compare and contrast a job I had to a man I was dating or talking to at the time. And this job is the um, current one that I have. Y'all just heard about it in the beginning of the episode. So I'm sure y'all won't choose the job. But um, the guy, um, I'm going to call him ugly. And so I'm not calling him ugly, but that's what he would go by back in the day. And so um, I had this app called Live Me. And I'm sure y'all are thinking this girl has had every single app that you can connect with a person on. Yes, I really have. And so Live Me is an app where you basically just go live. Like you download the app, you go live, the camera is looking at you. Anybody from around the world can just join in your live and, you know, you can communicate with them like you can build a connection. You can you can also make money off of the app like a lot of people make a lot of money off of the app. I wasn't consistent enough to really like just cash out like that. But um you have to be consistent. You have to do it every day. You have to get on there and give the people something that they want to see like <clears throat> or talk about or whatever. And um yeah, I had started it because my little cousin would always be on it and so I'm intrigued. I'm like, niggas there? Oh, I'm coming. And so, uh, yeah, I would be on there, and one day, this guy, his name was Ugly, and he had, like, a Cabbage Patch kid, Cabbage Patch doll kid as his picture. And he would just say the funniest things. Like, this Cabbage Patch kid would say the funniest things. I had no idea who was behind it, but honestly, I am cracking up all the time. And I just love a good personality I love somebody that can make me laugh so I'm just intrigued I'm like who's this cabbage patch kid and um you know and I was also like why does he call himself ugly and so niggas this is what y'all need to be doing he didn't ask me for my number he didn't ask me for my instagram he asked me for my cash app and he didn't ask me for my cash app and my dm he asked me for it on the live, like, <clears throat> in the comments. I gave him my cash out. For however long we was talking, he sent me a dollar every day. And, like, if I would be on live and I would just say, like, oh, I want, I want a drink tonight. I want some margaritas. Or he would send money for that. If I'm, like, I, um, what? Like, if I wanted pizza or something, like, oh, I want to eat pizza, he's going to send money for that. He'll be, like... He'll look the thing is, it was so cute because he will look up the places in Texas because he was in New York. He would look up the places and be like, oh, OK, it's this much or whatever. And I just thought it was the sweetest thing. So now I'm even more intrigued. And one day he came into my live because, you know, how people can join your lives. But this way, it's uh side by side. It's not like up and down how it is on Instagram. And so we're on there, but he has an emoji over his face. So all I can see is his hair. He has some really cute hair. I can just see his hair and I just hear his voice. And I'm just like, in his voice, oh my goodness. Whew, his voice. He had a voice on him, y'all. And um, yeah, so that happened. And we started, like, we would just be cracking jokes, honestly. Like, we'd just be cracking jokes, talking about, like, random stuff. And now at this point... Guess who's in love? Oh, my goodness. Love him. So, and so, uh, yeah, I have eventually, I told him, like, call me. Like, I gave him my number. Call me. He was surprised. Like, you really want me to call you? Yes, call me. And and that kind of just started, like, our relationship. We would talk on the phone every night because, of course, he's in New York. And I'm in Texas. We would talk on the phone every night. Um, like, really, we were, used to fall asleep on the phone a lot, honestly. And what else. Yeah, we would just always be talking. We would be on live like we would be catfishing people on live together. I would always be calling him my man on there. And he he enjoyed it. Um he definitely called me crazy a lot. He was like you're crazy because if a girl was on there talking to him, I would be like look this is my man and you need to chill out. And he would be like you're crazy. And um I would just be like I didn't care. So um yeah, so he goes by ugly, and he's not ugly because he had finally uh, removed the emoji off of his face, and you know we would be like on Facetime and stuff. So yeah, I'm just like, you're not ugly, and I'm still so intrigued because he has such a great personality. Um, but <clears throat> with me, I when I talk to somebody, I can only talk to one person. I get very like sidetracked like I can only give one thing my attention when it comes to a man and so um what happened well especially somebody that I'm talking to like that like talking to every single day every night like you know the connection is a bit deeper I'm all for emotional connections you know the sex stuff you can have sex with anybody and so um yeah so that happened and then I kind of started like swaying away like I kind of got sidetracked a little bit and um I wasn't like I probably didn't call him at night and you know he felt some type of way and he blocked me (laughs) he blocked my number and he blocked me on uh the live me and I told my little cousin I was like look you need to go into his live you need to tell him to unblock me because this is unacceptable so I had messaged him so I, I think I had got mad and I think I deleted my account or something and I made another one. And guess what? I was up in his DM like, you need to call me. You need to unblock me. No shame in my game. So I had eventually called this guy one night. I had went out and I was a little drunk. And so I was like, perfect chance. So I called him and I'm just like, look, I am sorry. At first he was like, <laughs> he was like, who is this? I'm like, dude, you know exactly who this is. Um, He said he thought it was somebody else. So that's the only reason he answered, but whatever. You don't know no 832 numbers. And so I'm just like, um, look, I apologize. I am so sorry. I, um, you know, wasn't communicating. I was like, but, you know, a phone does work both ways. If you wanted to reach out, like you could have reached out to me like, hey, what's going on? Like, what's up? You good? And he say he called me. I never got the call. So I don't know about that. But, yeah, so I basically apologized because it was on me. Like, I know that I was pulling away. And so I'm just like, you know, I'm sorry, but I want you in my life. Like, like, like we're friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I enjoy talking to this guy. And so I did all that. And at the end of the conversation, he was like, all right, what's up? What you doing? You know, now he's being my friend again because I don't know. I don't have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. And I guess... You know, he was missing me anyways. He could have just gave in and unblocked me. But, you know, he was playing hard to get. No problem. So that happened. And then we basically started doing it again. We was talking every night. Um, We was playing on uh, the live me. He would honestly, he gave me his password for there and for there. He gave me his password for the app. And I would just act like I was him sometimes. We honestly, we would just have so much fun on it. To the point of like I don't even know. Like we would just have a great time. And of course, like I said, <laughs> of course, like I say, his voice sounded so good. We definitely had phone sex a few times. But that's something that I talk about on Patreon. But yeah, oh my goodness. Loved him. And um, yeah, so I don't I don't know. I'm trying to think of the last thing. I think Um, he became, he was honestly like, I didn't want to play anymore. Like I didn't like I, it was cool playing and stuff. And like I say, like when I'm stressed out in my personal life, I can't really, I can't give much of anything in a relationship, you know, any, you know, so, um, I'm kind of like dealing with stuff like at work, I'm just really, you know, just dealing with stuff and, I was just like, like, I think I asked him something or something. And I don't know. He just responded so childishly and I just couldn't do it. I just was so annoyed and it wasn't his fault because we play like that all the time. It was just, I was going through something and I just didn't want to play. And it wasn't fair, of course, but it's just, I was feeling, I was stressed out and I don't like being stressed out. And so, um... Yeah, so I just, honestly, I think I had blocked him after I didn't like the response he had gave me. And I'm just like, I don't have time for this. And I also had deleted the Live Me app. I was over it. I was over everything. And yeah, so that happened. But, and I'm not going to go back again because <laughs> he's going to be like, you're crazy. He he believes in his heart and soul um, that I'm crazy. But he did Uh, recently, my cousin is still on there. I want to say sometime this year, maybe like, um, when did I talk to her? Maybe it was sometime in July. She said he asked about me. So, of course, we definitely had great times. But it was just a phase of my life and I got over it. And so, yeah, unfortunately, he had to go with it. But, yeah, I had deleted my app. And after that, he was just, excuse me, I don't even know if y'all heard me burp right now. After that, it was just done. And I'll always remember him, of course, because... (laughs) Of course. But yeah, okay, we're going to get into the next segment. Okay, and this segment is the babysitter versus baby daddy. And y'all know I'm choosing my babysitter every time at any cost. I want to tell y'all something funny, so... A guy friend of mine, he was like, um, well, last night, you know, I had one out or whatever. And he's like, uh, we was going to go to some second spot or whatever after the first spot. After I got home, we was going to go somewhere else. And he was just like, oh, do you want to do something tomorrow? And I was like, cool. You know, I have a babysitter. And he was like, why not your baby daddy? I said, now, you know, he said... I know you gonna pay for your babysitter at any cost. I was like oh my goodness you be listening but yeah so y'all know I'm choosing my babysitter. Let's um get into the next segment. Okay and this segment is where I would usually do the advice but I'm not going to do an advice because this episode I really wasn't even supposed to put it out but you know i did because i wanted to tell you that story um if you want to ask an advice question you can email me at askbabymamaguru baby at gmail.com if you have me on instagram you can ask in the dms at baby mama if you have not joined the patreon um i think you should i have five bonus episodes up you know if you want to be more in my business and that's fine um you can join it to know more um what else? Yeah, if you're listening on Apple, again, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you on any other platform, please follow or subscribe. I don't know how all the platforms work. um, So you can know whenever I drop an episode. And again, thank you for listening. Bye.